Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio. We are back on day three of Mental Health Awareness Week. Six ways over six days to improve your mental health. So day three, we're going to be talking about stress management. I had a coaching call last week and there was about 25 people on there and we were discussing the topic of optimal stress. The term stress generally carries that negative connotation. But not all stress is actually harmful. In fact, there's an optimal level of stress that can be beneficial for productivity and growth. And this concept is commonly referred to as stress. And so we've got stress and de-stressed. Okay, so stress is the good type of stress. It's the burst of energy and motivation that you feel with a challenge that's that's within your ability and you, you believe that you can overcome it. Like the excitement before, say, a competition or the motivation to meet a deadline, um, this type of stress, it enhances your focus and your drive and in turn your performance. Distress on the other side, or the other hand, the bad stress, this is the one that we typically think about when we're thinking about stress. And it can be either like acute or chronic, and it can arise when demands are constantly just outstripping your ability to kind of cope. And it leads to generally like exhaustion or burnout. And so there's something called the Yerkes Dodson Law. And so that's the relationship between stress and performance. And so this can be illustrated like a bell shaped curve. On the left side of the curve, you've got your low stress levels, and this is when performance is low because you're in a state where you're not um, getting pushed, you're not getting challenged, you're actually just bored, apathetic. And then as your stress levels increase, so as you go up the curve, so does your performance. And we ultimately, when we get to the top of the curve, that's going to be the optimal point. And this is where we want to try and get people. And then past that optimal point, this is when you start to go down the other side. This is when stress is um, going to result in a declining performance. And this is where we move from that optimal stress into the negative to the distress. And so let's talk benefits of optimal stress. And so first of all, when you're in that optimal stress or that optimal challenged zone, your motivation is going to be there. It's going to be It's going to serve as a motivator to push you, to drive you to complete tasks, um, to meet some sort of deadline, or to prepare yourself for an upcoming event like a comp. This is is a good stress, okay? Then it's going to also enhance your cognitive function, your ability to kind of think well. And so these moderate amounts of stress, they're going to heighten your senses, sharpen your mind, and they're going to make you feel way more alert and way more efficient. They're great for personal growth because when you're facing these manageable and overcomable challenges, it's going to boost your confidence and resilience and it's going to teach you valuable coping skills to kind of manage future stress that you're going to probably go through. Also, in these uh, shorter bursts, it can actually improve your immune response as well. And so mild stress can actually stimulate the immune system, preparing your body for future challenges. So four really beneficial things from being in this optimal stress level. And so let's talk about finding your optimal stress level. So when you're trying to find your optimal stress level, it's uh, essential to remember that 
everybody's stress levels are going to be um, unique and different based on your personality, based on your life's experiences and what you've gone through in your life up until that point. You're going to have different coping skills um, and everybody's going to be completely different. So you can't look at the person next to you, see what they're coping with and then try to cope with the same amount of them because they've got a very different life. That could be way less or way more than what you can potentially handle. And so it's about a little bit of self-reflection and check-in to figure out where you are on that stress curve. And remember, the goal isn't to eliminate stress, but to be able to harness it effectively. And because when you can manage it, the right amount of stress, as I said, is going to be extremely powerful. So anyway, on this call, when I was talking with these um, athletes, uh, there was about 85% of people felt that their lives were on the distress side, the, the negative side. And I believe that this is probably pretty common in just society in general. And so if you've found yourself overwhelmed, feeling like the weight of the world is pressing down on you, when was the last time that you actually managed to have some sort of like full relaxation without a worry in sight? Um, and if you're struggling to remember, then you're not alone. And stress has become like just a part of modern life. But... I want to be here today to tell you that managing it is 100% within your grasps. Okay, so let's dive into the problems and solutions related to stress. Um, and then I'm going to share a few tactics, three tactics that I really, I rate them and I use them personally in my life to help me manage stress and to bring a bit of calm amongst the chaos. So problems of stress. And so let's just talk about the physical elements. You've got headaches or maybe you can't sleep well or maybe you're getting frequently sick um, or maybe even worse, you're getting to the point of like it affecting your blood pressure. Okay, So you've got all of those physical elements that are affecting you. Then you've got the emotional side where you're just tired, irritable, um, emotionally drained, disconnected um, and just feel like there's a gloomy shadow over you. Um, and then you've got the element of just decreased productivity. And so, as I've mentioned a few times in this podcast, um, when you are stressed, often the amount of tasks that you have, if you were able to de-stress, then you would be able to handle them significantly better. But when you're stressed, they can feel insurmountable. And so this persistent stress can really fog your mind and make concentration like one of the hardest things that you could ever imagine. And so let's talk solutions for stress management. So we've got, first of all, you've got to understand the problem, and that's just the first step. The real magic lies in finding something actionable that you can do once you recognize that you are stressed. And so these are my personal favorites. The first one is journaling. Putting your thoughts onto paper is an exceptional tool to declutter your mind. It provides you a place that you can express your feelings, your fears, your aspirations, even gratitude. And the simple act of writing is extremely therapeutic. And it just, because it helps you process your emotions and gain, gain clarity on situations that might be causing your stress. So why am I a fan of this tactic? Because journaling offers both that immediate relief and also insights for long-term stress management. Over time, as you you can revisit your um, entries, and you might identify patterns in what actually triggers your stress, giving you a better handle on addressing those uh, issues more proactively. So rather than just putting a Band-Aid on the problem and using these tactics, which I'm talking about now, you can actually try to get to the cause of that stress and address it. That's a whole nother podcast, but today we're talking tactics to help manage it, but 
this tactic here, once you can identify what's causing the stress, then you can start to figure out, is there a way that you can actually manage it? This is a tactic that I personally use, um, and I, I used it actually quite recently. About six weeks ago, I was going through an extremely stressful period, had lots of different elements in my life that felt like they were on fire, for lack of a better term. And so I wasn't journaling leading up into that point, but I started the journaling process again, um, and I started it working from um, a position of um, gratitude. I found that was really helpful, just trying to remind myself of all the positive things that were going on in my life. Um, and then also uh, from like the aspiration side about the things that I'm trying to achieve and want to be able to achieve. And so by balancing out with what I want with what I've got, I found that was an extremely beneficial way for me to um, manage my uh, stress and to deal with the things that I was going through. Second, we've got exercise. So often when we've stressed and we've got a task list of a thousand things that we need to potentially do, uh, we skip working out. We just go, I don't have time to get to the gym today. It's not a priority. All of XYZ is the stuff that I've got to get done. But when you're stressed, this is when you need it more than ever. And so when you are going through stress, I highly recommend that you hold your appointments, appointments in brackets, um, speech marks, sorry, as a non-negotiable part of your life. And the reason that I think this is so important is because of the endorphins and the sense of accomplishment that occur after a workout and after exercise is going to be very powerful for helping you de-stress. But it's so easy to just go, if I don't go to the gym, that's going to save me an hour and a half or two hours or whatever. But the benefits, as I mentioned earlier, of de-stressing mean that you're going to be significantly better mood in order to be able to handle all the tasks and all the things that you need to be able to do. Also, keep in mind that uh, exercise does not have to always be a one-hour CrossFit class. Um, it could literally be getting out for a 20-minute jog or doing 20 minutes of yoga at home or Pilates-style training or just creating a quick little bodyweight workout. The sense of accomplishment that you'll get from doing that in the face of the adversity that you're facing, in the face of stress that you're facing, is going to be so, so, so valuable. And then third, <coughs> the digital detox. Once again, this is something that we're going to be diving more in depth into over the coming days because it's something that is a, a really big problem. Um, but we believe that if you can detox, um, it's going to help your stress management quite significantly. And so apart from when you were asleep, when was the last time that you actually went an hour without checking your phone? So in this digital age, the constant notifications, the constant screen time, it's just going to amplify your stress. And this, what we recommend is that you um, allocate specific times where you can just completely unplug and you can create some sort of pocket of like tranquility throughout the day. And so, for example, that might be uh, after six o'clock um, when you get home and it's dinner time then just no emails, no Instagram, no nothing, just complete digital detox. You get to choose the parameters, you get to choose the, the boundaries that you create, but by completely switching off, you're going to not be constantly in that state of on, 
switched on, waiting, responding, engaging. And so it's an extremely powerful uh, tactic. And I really like that tactic because it gives me a break and it gives me time for self-reflection and it gives me an opportunity to be actually present in what I'm doing. So rather than, even if I'm watching Netflix, rather than watching Netflix and scrolling my phone, I'm just present and watching Netflix, which is significantly better. When I'm having dinner, I'm not checking an email or a notification that's coming through. I'm talking with my partner. And so these powerful things are going to keep you much more present. And so just diving into them all, um, that journaling, it's going to act as that reflective mirror, okay? You're going to be able to articulate your thoughts. You're going to be able to understand and navigate your emotions better. Um, It's going to provide an outlet for immediate feelings, but also figure out the patterns, habits, triggers that are causing the stress in your life. And as I said, pen to paper, so much more powerful than uh, typing in my opinion. Then you've got your exercise, that's your double whammy. Physiologically, it's going to counteract the negative effects of stress by enhancing your immune system and releasing endorphins. Psychologically, you've got that sense of accomplishment and that post-exercise boost of mood and confidence. And then lastly, your digital detox. That's about reclaiming your time and your attention, being present, be where you are, be where your feet are, um, and being able to kind of disconnect from everything that's happening in the world when you don't need to be answering everything and you don't need to be available 24-7. And so your next steps, stress might be a given in today's world, but letting it control your life is not a given. Now, how will you start incorporating these tactics? Remember, if you're falling behind or you're feeling like you're out of control, then please reach out for support. Talk to us, friends, family. Someone will be there to be able to help guide you through the stuff that you're going through and help to get some sort of uh, structure back in your life so that you can control the stress that you're having to manage. And so take a deep breath. I recommend only picking one tactic to start with um, and just watch your relationship with stress transform and and your future is hopefully going to be significantly more relaxed and you're going to thank yourself for it. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers.